This episode of Your Catholic Life is brought to you by Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners with Christ, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Also, my new book is out, Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Holiness. Visit holinessbook.com and check it out, holinessbook.com. Welcome in, everyone, to Your Catholic Life, a podcast for Catholics by Catholics, helping you grow in your faith. I'm John Leonetti, your host. Would people say you're an on-fire Catholic? No, an on-fire Catholic doesn't mean you have your life all put together. It just means that you love the church and know that it's here, here, we draw the graces needed to become what we're called to be. That's an on-fire Catholic. And it just so happens we've got one on the podcast today. Catholic author Mallory Smith writes and talks about her story, a story really much like many people, of how Jesus called her back to the Catholic Church and set her heart on fire. I think you will really enjoy her insight. Here it is, my conversation with Mallory Smith. Hi, Mallory. Hi, John. How you doing? I'm doing fine. I love a good conversion story, Mallory. Where were you? How far gone were you? You know, I would say that my life looked pretty normal. That's like, I think I go pretty deep into it in the book, but if you were to look at my life whenever I was in college, you would have said, oh, she's just this regular sorority girl that goes to an SEC school. Uh, I, you know, I went to church every now and then whenever I felt guilty. Um, I think I said in the book, or, or, hung, or I wasn't hungover, but um, I just, I partied. I went to class. I made decent grades, and I tried to like live this normal secular life. So I don't think to the outside anybody would have thought, "Oh, this girl's really far from God." But what was happening was the more that I lived my life away from God, the more my beliefs just went by the wayside. And then by the time I was a junior in college, I was just like. I don't believe this stuff, and I know I'm not happy. Shallow homilies, as you say, hypocritical authority figures, trite answers to pressing questions. You know, these are the things that kind of you saw in the church. It's just over and over again, just kind of, you know, let's just take a step back and a step back and a step back. And pretty soon you've got, you know, one foot out the door and one foot in. Right, right. And what ended up happening was that I ended up meeting a Baptist girl who really started investing in me because. I had had this moment where I realized, okay, I'm not happy. I don't believe this stuff. But whenever I was a, a good practicing Catholic, which I was in high school, I was happier. I had more self-respect. And so there's got to be something there. And so I started really searching out. And I thought, you know what? Like, I'm going to read a book about atheism. I'm going to be an honest, charitable, generous atheist and be happy. And then that didn't go with me. I read, I read a book by Richard Dawkins, and I thought, you know, this isn't me. Like, I don't fit into any of these categories, and I just don't believe this. And then a Baptist girl really started investing in me, and it was there that she, like, taught me really who this, like, Jesus of love was. She taught me how to read Scripture in a way that I could understand. She taught me really how to have a prayer life. And that's actually when the disillusionment came, because I, I just was going and hearing these amazing homil- or, uh, sermons from Protestant pastors. I saw my, people my age that were on fire for Jesus, and I just thought, where was this? Like, I was raised Catholic. Where was any of this when I was growing up? And, and why, why can't I find people that love Jesus the way these people do? And they're, of course, they're there. There was a lot of pride in my disillusionment, but... I would say that it's um, more readily available in some of these evangelical churches. 
Well, what was it then that brought you back? I mean, why didn't you just uh, go to the Baptist church and stay? I did. <laughs> I did. I, uh, I actually quit going to the, well, I started double dipping because, <laughs> you know, Catholic guilt is effective. So I was going to mass and going to the Protestant church to make my family happy. And then when I graduated, I went on a mission trip to Prague with Campus Crusade for Christ. And I think it was really there that the Lord really got my heart for good forever. And when I, when I moved back, I moved to Florida and I said, okay, Mallory, you're going to, you're going to do both. You're going to go to the Catholic church. You're going to go to the Protestant church. But I didn't, I just started going to the Protestant church. And what ended up happening was there was a Catholic church close to my, my apartment. And I, I just kept gnawing at me. Like, you don't know what you're leaving. So one night out of the blue, I decided, okay, like you're Catholic, your family's Catholic. If you're going to disappoint them, you're going to know what you're leaving. And so I went to adoration and it was a beautiful experience. And it just so happened that in Florida, the priest was from my hometown in Louisiana. There's all these like Holy spirit moments. And then after I was sitting in my car and I said out loud to the Lord, I just said, Lord, like I would do anything for you. I would go anywhere for you, but I can't be effective if I'm like one foot in one denomination and one foot out. So where do you want me? Like, I'm happy to obey you. And it was the most audible I'd ever heard the Lord. He said, I've raised you in this faith. Like my people don't all know me and I've given you a mission field. So why are you looking for another one? Wow. And at that moment, yeah, I mean, it was powerful, but at that moment out of obedience, I was like, okay, great. Like I got my answer. Um, I'm going to stay in the Catholic church and I got less involved with the Protestant church, but I really didn't have any love for the Catholic church. I was very judgmental. I thought if we could only make the Catholic church more Protestant, it would all be great. Uh. Um, and then I started doing my own research and I just talk about being humbled. Like I just fell in love with this beautiful faith. It's just, it's the best. Um, what is it that you think are some of the hangups for Catholics not to go all in? Because, of course, you know, when it comes to the faith, we're all, as I've said before, and I'll say over and over again ad nauseum, we're all a mess. We all have struggles and right. difficulties right. on down the line. But what is it that you think really keeps people uh, back or holds people back from their hearts really just being set ablaze for our Lord? Catholics especially. You know, I Mm-hmm. I think two things, and I think um, in the process of the years coming up to me writing the book and the things that I've learned and wanted to put into the book, um, I think it's two things. I think one is when I learned about like just the ebbs and flow of history and um, the American Catholic Church of how we lost our theology, that, that, that's a huge thing because you have generations of Catholics that really don't understand the whys behind the whats. And so like my grandparents were so, so faithful. And I don't actually know the level of knowledge they had. And so my parents are also faithful, but my dad has even said, like, he's catching up now in his 60s. So they didn't really understand the why behind the what. They just knew that they should be Catholic. And then, then you have those people teaching my generation religion. And so kids come in with good questions. Like, they want to know. They want to believe. And then they ask a real hard question and the person trying to answer doesn't know it. And so, I mean, I, I had a, um, a man that I babysat for who converted to Catholicism, and he said he was trying to convert his wife away from Catholicism, and he mm. couldn't find Catholics that could, un, that could explain their faith. And so I think that, that's the first thing, is that 
we don't understand why we believe what we believe overall. I think that's changing and I think that's really hopeful, but I think overall over three generations, we've really lost that. And so you just know that you, um, Jeff Caden said that cradle Catholics get a Catholic pile, right? And so you have like the rosary, the mass, the sacraments, but you don't really know how to make sense of it all. So I think that's one of the things is that we just don't have a working knowledge of the faith that can help us to combat the other philosophies that are being thrown at us. We live in a time today, Mallory, and you you know this, Mm -hmm. where we have resources abounding to be able to help us understand the whys. And as you said, it's not just the what's, you know, we we know the what's of the faith. We we can articulate, Mm -hmm. you know, where the church falls maybe on some of these hot button issues and, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. the mass and the rosary and the mysteries. We've got some of the the what's, the the language down, Mm -hmm. but again, the deeper is the why. And that's what every one of us can can strengthen ourselves in. Yep. Yep. And I think the other thing is just I want, I want my heart to be captured by something. We, like, we go where we feel loved. And, and what I, one of the things I was disillusioned with was I felt like growing up Catholic, it was like, do this, here are the rules, right? Here are all the Catholic rules. Oh, and by the way, Jesus loves you. And then when yeah. I started uh, meeting with this Baptist girl, she was like, meet Jesus. He loves you. And these are all the ways he loves you. And because he loves you so much, like he's going to work on you and then you're going to be able to follow him and follow his ways. And I think we have, we have a, a people who want their hearts to be captured and we're not doing, I think that's really the number one thing is like, if my heart is captured by Christ, I'm not going anywhere. And so yeah. I think we now, as this church book need is, to do a better this job. This book is a great, I think, place for many Catholics today. Rekindled how Jesus called me back to the Catholic church and set my heart on fire. Mallory, thanks for coming on and all the great work you continue to do. Thanks, John. So there you have it, friends. You know, her story is really like a lot of people's stories I've heard. Of course, they're all unique, but many have ventured from the Lord. But, and if you're listening to this podcast, you already know this, God finds a way to call them back. It's just a matter of if we're going to listen. Big thanks to Mallory Smith, my guest today. Friends, make sure to share this and other episodes of Your Catholic Life on Facebook and Twitter, reminding your friends to take part in the show. Visit yourcatholiclifepodcast.com as well. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm John Leonetti signing off here on Your Catholic Life. Remember, the only way to happiness is by holiness. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.